1: And, and this, this is, is our house. house. Welcome back to the House of Hockey podcast. I'm Breezy, and I'm Ray Ray. And here we go on uh, another episode. This is episode what five? Yeah, yeah, we're rolling. We
0: have such an awesome, awesome freak. Okay, all of our guests are awesome, but today's episode is fantastic get ready pull up a seat get comfortable shut turn up the volume because we interviewed
1: the emergency backup goalie for the nashville predators yep we did and i mean every episode has been really awesome and really fun but i think this one was this one was for the books i i, I had a lot of fun with this one I'm, maybe i'm being a little biased because we did talk about my boy roman yossi Mm. a bit but it was a it was a fantastic interview and 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 dustin was great
0: yeah dustin bones smith is uh the e-bug for the predators he told us so many great stories that he could share of his time with the players and how he practices with some them sometimes, and the awesome relationship with the Preds. And uh, we talked even about why, <laughs> what, why goalies are
1: goalies weird. and weird <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> so, makes a goalie weird
0: yeah and uh it's an it's fantastic so stay tuned that'll be up here in just a couple minutes we just want to before we dive into that interview we just like to touch base with each other and with you all and uh nothing's changed on my end i'm still in quarantine how about you Percy?
1: <laughs> still in quarantine I, you know i will say um we did this interview with Dustin and it was awesome. Like we had already mentioned and it made me kind of get the tick to, to want to pick up a stick and you may have uh, influenced me a little bit. So along with you learning how to play hockey, um, (laughs) I'm not filling myself. I'm just killing some time in my bedroom and I have uh, I have my hockey stick up here and I'm getting my little setup together. So Thanks for the inspo, and thanks, yeah. Dustin, for for the inspo as well. So that's yeah. my quarantine life.
0: Yeah, I've taken a couple days off. Let's see. Oh, I should shout out the Caps Chirp podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Their yeah. host, Hockey Trollin', Hockey Troll, uh, saw my journey of learning to play hockey on social mm-hmm. media and he offered to live coach me on instagram and so we Which did was great
1: by the way thanks. i watched it thanks i i, I was there supporting you
0: thanks i appreciate it you better fucking support me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean what else do i have to do i'm in quarantine <laughs> just kidding just kidding no, i, I mean, would support exactly. it even if i wasn't in quarantine
0: you're a good person like that i would support you too if you were doing this m- Crazy thing that I'm doing and uh, yeah. on social media, but awesome coach,
1: excellent coach, and great warm up routine. He had, <laughs> I was, you know, I was waiting for that, and I had a beer in hand. I warmed up with you guys.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I did not, uh, I missed his message of like he had asked me if it was okay to drink a beer and i'm like oh yeah of course you know but that was nice to ask but i I missed the memo i didn't have a beer i take it a little too serious which is probably the problem and i should have drank a beer uh would have loosened you up a bit (laughs) yeah it might have loosened me up because i get a little like i get a little intense someone said i had a hockey rest a resting hockey face
1: i mean i'm I'm, i get really concentrated and like you had a game Yeah. so I was like, oh, she's, it looks like she's about to like, you know, go up against her biggest rival or <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> was, uh,
0: I take it a little serious because I like don't know what I want to, I want to do it right. I want to do it all right and I don't know what I'm learning and I, I don't know, I guess I need to smile more when I'm practicing, but. You need have fun.
1: Number one rule in hockey is have fun.
0: No, I I I am having fun. I just, it doesn't show on my face. Like I'm I'm enjoying learning. It just doesn't look like it, you know? That's funny. But I'm I'm at a little bit of a crossroads, Breezy, with the ability to learn because, you know, we're in quarantine. And Mm -hmm. the the number one problem I have is my stick is too big. Mm -hmm. And I don't, everyone's just like, take out your saw and cut it i'm like guys i don't have a
1: saw oh yeah let me take out the saw like i got a kitchen knife but i don't think that's gonna work Um, hey you know what if if homeboy who uh what was his name aaron who got stuck in a rock and was able to to use a, a, a pocket knife to cut off his arm you can use a butter knife to cut a stick oh my god could you imagine me like (laughs)
0: sure the roommate would love that oh yeah she she wouldn't even notice she'd be like what are you making in there do
1: we have termites why is there wood everywhere
0: (laughs) just cutting up a hockey stick everything's fine don't worry no big deal
1: this is my designated hockey stick butter knife do (laughs) not use for butter
0: don't use I'm gonna have to put it in a separate place hide it in my room like I do everything else anyway uh, I do have to ask the person that w- I borrowed the stick from Jason with our friend of Pacific Rink. so I've got to ask him one if he'd be I, I think this is a nice stick I don't know if I I don't want to cut it without asking him. I don't know how to cut it. I don't know what I'm doing. So I've got to get on the horn with him. So So the learning to play has stalled out a little bit. Uh, There's only so much I can do. And I don't want to learn bad behavior of stick handling with a stick that's too large. And I'm also, like we discussed last week, fucking terrified to get on skates. So Mm -hmm. the one good thing my roommate told me she has inline, professional inline rollerblades in my size. And they are currently sitting in my closet um because I need to get the elbow gear, the protective gear. And before I even get on the skates though, I, I have to learn how to stop because they don't have stoppers on the front or the back. And so like, I don't know how to do that in quarantine. Um, So I'm a little bit like uncertain of what to do moving forward, but I've got gotcha. to do something. I've got to yeah. keep
1: practicing. Well, the good news is that there is this handy little thing uh, called Amazon, <laughs> and you can order yourself a smaller stick, <laughs> even if it's just street hockey. How expensive are they? Not very expensive. I okay. I actually got my. I was in kind of the same boat um, a couple years ago. I just I needed to to do something. I needed a new stick. With my my stick from way back when was, uh, turned into, uh, it's in my dad's garage and it turned into a spider killing weapon. (laughs) So there's spider guts on it. So I needed, (laughs) I needed a new stick. So I just bought a, uh, just like a little cheapy little street hockey stick and it was like 40 bucks. Oh, I can do that. You can do that. You're fine.
0: I Okay. So do they, uh, but do they come pre-cut like sized or is it just one size or am I going to run into this saw
1: situation again? No, no, you can order the size that you need. I can help you. You'll be fine. We're about the same height about, I think you're a little taller, but we're about the same height. How tall are you? I think I'm like five, seven, maybe five, eight. I'm like five, six. I
0: usually wear a little heel of some sort. So that would be why you'd think I'm your height. Gotcha. But yeah. No, yeah.
1: Okay. We're about the enough. same. We're about the same stick size, I would assume. So, okay. I think actually, I think we are the same stick size. So you'll be fine. All
0: right. we'll send get you taken a, care of Send
1: me a link. Yeah. Cause this has gotten to, yeah, I've hit,
0: I've hit a <laughs> crossroads, but speaking of our, of our hockey lifestyle is this is now part of our hockey lifestyle. You're mm-hmm. getting back into it. I'm just learning. Uh, yeah. And this is a hockey lifestyle podcast. And I feel like we haven't really shared maybe super specifically what our each individual hockey lifestyles are. I think people Mm -hmm. have gleaned a little bit just by listening to us talk, but uh, how would you describe your hockey lifestyle? What's Uh, What's
1: hockey lifestyle mean to you? You know, I don't really have, I wouldn't really say I have like a hockey lifestyle to be like about I just think that hockey is my life at this point um yeah I've had the hunks of hockey account obviously for for five years and I've been very well invested in in posting on that every single day and it's turned into me not just having one team obviously like I follow three teams pretty you know every day every single day i follow all three teams and then but even with that too it's made me like every other team in the league like there's not i mean there might be one team where i refuse to cheer for but we don't talk about it because i am not that kind of a person i do not spread negativity i don't (laughs) even know who this team is you may not no one may know actually it's pretty obvious probably but um anyway so i think that for me, it's like every single day, I just am constantly, you know, looking up stats or, or even watching games. Like I watch, if, if all three teams are playing, like I watch three games a night. I'll record them, but I usually like watching them live, but if they're playing at the same time, I have to kind of flip back and forth, but I never miss a game. I I'm always talking about it with somebody I'm talking about with you or with Jay or, you know, pretty much everybody. So I think just in general I mean I wear something hockey related probably every single day my I'm very much a tomboy so everything is is hockey for me so Yeah. What about you? I
0: let's see. I I don't always wear something hockey every day. I I think with my line of work, you know, if I was like hosting and wearing a hockey jersey at like a professional conference, <laughs> they'd be like, yeah. "What are you
1: doing? <laughs> oh, uh, what does that have to do with <laughs> exactly?
0: Is this part of your shtick, or you know?" Yeah. But uh, I do, I do wear some hockey stuff. Like I do yeah. have my hawk stuff, and I usually mm-hmm. this I got from my father. But if I'm at home watching a game if I'm watching my team, I'm wearing a hawk shirt. Like I have to put on my team's shirt. Yeah. But Do you not- have jerseys? Yeah. I have a jersey. I have no name. I didn't want a name because I did, you know, I don't really like truly have like a favorite player. Like I mm-hmm. like a lot of them and I like all of them and I love yeah. everything about my team and I love the sport and like, I don't know. I haven't really found like a true favorite. So I got a no name jersey, red home. You know, like the red jersey because the red Blackhawks jerseys are awesome. I have some fun t-shirts that are non Hawks related because the problem I was running into was since I live here in LA, I go Mm -hmm. to a lot of. Kings games or Ducks games, even when the Hawks aren't playing. And I wanted to wear something hockey related. And to be honest, there's really not that much out there, like fun kind of non-team specific clothes Mm -hmm. outside of like Pacific rink and all of that. But um, I hadn't really, I don't know, nothing had really resonated to me, but I do watch... The boys, I watch the Hawks play um, yeah. as much as I can. If I happen to be home and not working and out on the road, uh, my schedule is all over the place, so it makes it really hard for me to tune into every single game. But I watch yeah. as much as possible, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I love I love it. I love going to games. I'll go to games when my when my team isn't playing. I'm always down, whether that's like. I, I went to some minor league games when I lived in Orlando. I went to the solar bears and I mean, yeah. hockey is hockey and it's, it's a blast for me.
1: Yeah. Now do you only have Hawks Jersey or you only have one Hawks Jersey?
0: I only have, have any more. No, you know, I have one oh. Jersey wow. and, and it's just a black Hawks Jersey with no name. And I have a, I have a couple of t-shirts. Um, yeah. Cause my dad will, so When I would go see the Hawks play back home in Chicago, my dad has like 10 jerseys. So he he would just be like, don't pack your jersey because it's too big and you've got other stuff. Like just wear one of mine. So I'd wear one of his jerseys. and uh, But yeah, I have one jersey. I have a bunch of Hawks shirts, like different t-shirts, and then a Mm -hmm. bunch of, I have have a baseball hat, I have a beanie that's Hawks, I have, I have like a lot of Hawks stuff that I, that I wear intermittently, but uh, yeah, Yeah. how many jerseys do you have?
1: A lot. (laughs) Like? I don't, I think at one point, I think I counted like 22. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, but um, a lot of them obviously are King's jerseys just because. I grew up with those. Uh, I have two of them hanging on my wall that are autographed. Um, But other than that, I think, you know, I have a couple All Star jerseys. Um, Got a Roman Yossi jersey. I got a Connor McDavid. Got a Tyler Sagan. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have as far as like multiple teams. But yeah, all in in, in total, I think I have about 22 between everything. And yeah, I switch back and forth. I'll wear them.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm I'm rare that, like, I only have one jersey, but no, I'm like, it's, it's your the lucky one.
1: jersey. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's just, it's the one. It's the one I wear. That's the one I wear yeah. to every game. That's it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> know?
1: So we know you you wear a Hawks shirt when they play. Is there anything else you do when it's a game time? Like, do you have to, I mean, I, I think I've talked about it before. Like, I love watching Puck Drop. Like, it's my tradition. I always have to have a drink in my hand not that I'm an alcoholic, I just like having a beverage, like, what else do you like to do, like, when you watch games, do you have to watch them live, or can you watch them recorded, like,
0: I can watch it recorded, I can watch it live, I don't have any, like, superstitions, other than, like, I usually go put on my, (laughs) put on, like, some kind of something, uh, while I'm at home, that's, like, at home watching, and then, uh, at the games, I do like to see puck drop. I like to get in before. I like to watch the warm ups. I like the mm-hmm. whole like the whole open on the jumbotron and every team's yeah. different. Like I love watching that. I, I Same, appreciate yeah. yeah, like I appreciate that production value too being in the television and production world as like right. I really appreciate it. And um Think it, you know. I think it's really neat, how, and I know what it takes to put all that together. Yeah. So I like that. I like puck drop. I don't have to have a beer. I do like to have a beer every once in a while at the game, um, but I like to be uh, like sober and pay attention and and watch the game and and right. and learn more and look at the lines and look at how they're playing. And mm-hmm. I, I have a different perspective on it now that we're so engrossed in it and yeah and that so. Yeah, that's it. Do you? Outside of like
1: the beer and puck drop? Um, I I hate watching delayed games. Like mm. I, I go to my neighbor's house a lot to, to watch games. It's kind of like our little tick. And usually they start it, you know, a few minutes after the puck drops. And I'm just like, I can't, I hate this. I already know what's <laughs> happening. I get alerts on my phone. And then they yell at me, they're like, stop looking at your phone. I'm like, what? I'm in this. Like I have to watch it like I hate watching recorded games but like I said I sometimes I have to if, mm-hmm. if multiple games are on but usually I'll I'll hit the last button and I'll flip between between games and, and sometimes they're uh on intermission while the puck isn't play on other ones so but other than that um I really love the Canadian Anthem If there's ever a Canadian anthem or if there's, they're playing a Canadian team, I will stop and just kind of watch it because I think there's something special about that.
0: There was something else I just thought of that I do. Oh, I'm notorious when, so if I'm on the road and working and and there's hockey on or my team's playing or there's a game and I have, if I have the chance to actually eat dinner at a restaurant, I will always sit at the bar and go to the TV and make them put on hockey. Like whatever game it is, especially in playoffs. Like there have yeah. been multiple times where I'm the only person at the bar, and there's freaking NBA playoffs on, and I'm like, "Is anybody watching this?" No, and I get the guy, and and I'm like, "Can you put on you know whatever whatever yeah. network is on NBC Sports?" and they're like, you're a hockey fan? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I am. So I'm like that person who's like, yeah. if I'm at a restaurant or a bar, I'm asking the bartender to change the channel and like put some hockey on. Yeah. So that's, that's that's what I do.
1: It's pretty, I, I think that's kind of, that's cool. But I think I'm kind of the same way. If I ever go out to uh, a restaurant or anything, um, with my friends, and there's a TV in there, my friends always look around, they're like, okay, uh, you need the corner seat because you can see the TV. Mm-hmm. And then they just, they just know, they're just like, all right, Pucks and Play, let's not talk to you for five minutes. <laughs> it's kind of bad, but I mean, I'm good, I'm good about it. Thankfully, they're, they're fans as well, but yeah, I always have to have the view of the TV, and I've trained my friends very well. Yes. <laughs> Yes.
0: All right. Should we, uh, should we toss it over to our interview with Dustin uh, Smith, the Preds eBug?
1: Absolutely. I'm super excited for this. Uh, yeah. Super. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: You are going to enjoy this. And just as a reminder, this episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best grooming for men and women can use it to get 20% off and free shipping when using code TH PN because that stands for the Hockey Podcast Network, at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping, manscaped.com, when you use our promo code. Yeah, we're big time, baby. We got promo codes for you. THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. And happy trimming. We are joined by someone who has probably the most unique job in the NHL. He is the emergency backup goalie for the Nashville Predators. Welcome, Dustin, a.k.a. Bones Smith, to the House of Hockey. Welcome.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me here.
0: Welcome. Well, first of all, explain the nickname. What's the Bones, Bones nickname? Where did that come from? Bones.
2: So Bones, I picked up a long time ago playing uh, college club. I was just kind of the tall skinny guy. We had another tall skinny guy on the team and they decided they want to throw some nicknames at us. So it started out as just D Bones and then kind of evolved into you know, Bones and now Bonesy. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> nice, I like that.
0: Uh, All right, tell us, you know, for maybe some people who are listening who aren't as familiar with the emergency backup goalie rule and position and just give a little background from your perspective on how that all works.
2: Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people know about the emergency goalie. It's, um, It's a lot of mystery behind it, but it kind of started, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was 2005 when the Panthers had like an emergency situation and the league didn't have anything in place. Um, so after that they had a big tryout. And then a year after that, they made it a rule to have someone serve as an emergency option for both teams. So the kind of it kind of became the birth, really the rebirth of the uh emergency goalie.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Breezy, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say that that's uh I didn't know that, that was when it actually started. I thought it was, you know, kind of know through the league the entire time so that's interesting
2: yeah so it 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 was a rule way way back in the day like back when teams only had one goalie so like if the goalie got hurt like nobody was there to play so they kind of had the same rule way back then and it's kind of made its resurgence here since i'm pretty sure it was 2005 or not 2005 2015
0: sorry okay Okay. so how did you get this? How did you get this job? And how long have you had it? Tell us the story of like when the Predators brought you in and how you got in. I mean, this sounds like like a super exclusive kind of like club that, yeah. you know, people who are, not you know, in the NHL get to do this. This is awesome.
2: Yeah, it's it's so awesome. But um, I know for me, I, I've talked to some other emergency goalies and heard some similar stories. But um everything kind of changed for me during the lockout in 2012 because you know for three months i kind of backed my way of practicing with the entire team so like i established this relationship with the team then so you know once this rule came about they kind of gave me a call and said hey do you want to be the emergency guy and i said yeah of course i do so been doing it ever since
0: but they just, like, how did they get your phone number? How did they find you? Like, how did you get in contact with the team? Like, do you have friends <laughs> on the team? Like, come on, you got to give us, like, the scoop. Well, yeah.
2: So, I mean, in 2012, I mean, I practiced with these guys almost every day. And uh, I got pretty close with a lot of guys on the team, like, you know, Pekka, Chris Mason, you know, even, like, Weber and, uh, you know, Yossi, too. So, um, you know, when they – when they resumed the season that year it was a shortened season. So they kind of said, Hey, you know, we'd like to have you come in for practices every once in a while just to kind of give Pekka some release. And uh, I think I did like two practices that year, but um, wow. you know, starting then is, is kind of when the relationship started. And then, um, when Panthers, when they had this big tryout to basically be their emergency guy for the rest of that year um, I actually went down there and tried out just kind of like for fun. I didn't really think anything of it, and I wasn't even going to sign up, honestly, but like a lot of friends, coworkers were like, dude, if you don't sign up, we're signing you up for you, and I'm like, don't butcher my application, like I'll do it myself, like don't worry about it, but yeah, I went down there, tried out for um, for their, you know, they basically had a contest, and I ended up tying with another guy, Bill Ruggiero, who's a local guy there, and uh, we got tickets for the rest of the year, you know, I, I didn't get to go to any of the games, because I live here in Nashville, but um yeah it's such a cool experience but that that was kind of another big moment that really kind of turned for me and really kind of turned into this whole emergency goalie situation
1: that's really cool so have you ever dressed for a game or anything like that
2: yeah i got i got dressed for the bruins once Whoa. which um back then it was like the rule was still kind of new like i just happened to have tickets that night like i hit pekka up i was like hey man like I grew up a big fan of the Boston Bruins, so I wanted to go see them play too. And um, it was the first period. Your boy, Roman Yossi, took a shot in the slot, <laughs> hit Tuka right in the throat. So they pulled oh. him off. Jeez. So I'm, I'm texting, uh, you know, the uh, president of hockey operations with the Preds. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. You guys need me or what? You know, joking around. And uh-huh. um, first intermission, I get a phone call. And he's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, ran downstairs, wow. got dressed, and just kind of hung out in the locker
1: room for the rest of the game. That's crazy. So, do you do you go to every game now, or you kind of just yeah. hang back and, okay? Yeah,
2: so, I mean, things have kind of evolved now to where um, we've got four guys listed now. So, like, if I can't make it to a game or whatever, they've got somebody there, but... Um, now we park we park downstairs with the players they get two tickets to every game like we bring our gear with us and stuff but I I have noticed it's different from uh, from team to team so everyone kind of handles their emergency guy a little different oh
1: my
0: god that is so (laughs) like so I'm just blown away at like the opportunity to get to do that so when you had to dress like were you freaking out when you went down to the locker room oh yeah
2: of course, I was freaking out. I mean, it was—I was so nervous at first. You know, like um, one of the trainers was was working on Tuca, and and they were like, "Hey, we need you to put on Tuca's gear." And I'm like, "Okay." So I, I went and talked to him, like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like, they told me to like put your gear on. Is that okay? He's like, "Yeah, that's fine." Like, my neck is hurting, so like go do your thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had to go in, put all this stuff on, just kind of sit there and hang out.
0: Like what that's got to be like the weirdest moment where you're just like oh shit i gotta i'm gonna i might have to play yeah. i'm standing next to tuka i'm talking to him but he's like injured <laughs> and does his gear fit like that was would have been my first thought like yeah. is this he yeah, to put on his
1: gear yeah what? well it was kind of a
2: mad scramble because nobody really knew what to do then um like i said the, the rule is still pretty new So I'm in the Preds training room. They're giving me like undergarments. (laughs) And then I'm in the the Bruins locker room trying on all this stuff. And I'm like, ah, these skates don't fit. Like, ah, I might need like different this. So like they're giving me Renee's old skates. I've got Tuka's pads on. Like I end up wearing Tuka's cup because I'm like, I don't have one. (laughs) I don't know what you want me to do here. So like. Oh,
0: my God. That has to be the best thing ever. You wore Tuka's cup.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, what else was I going to do, you know?
0: you you gotta protect the protect the you know the family jewels
2: yeah gotta protect the goods
0: oh my (laughs) god so do you like are what's the relationship like with some of the the players now because like you were saying you go to some of the practice you go to the practices and stuff like that for the preds so what's that like is or is it just like your bros and like regular just you know talking shit and i mean it's it's
2: I mean, they're all super nice guys, so they're all really easy to get along with, but I mean, during the lockout in 2012, when I skated with them almost every day, is kind of when, like, I became really close with with a good group of them, like, you know, I ended up going out with them on the weekends here and there, like, you know, I I got to know Pekka pretty well, we'd hang out a few times, but over the years, you know, with the team kind of, like, evolving, guys moving, you know, doing this and the other thing, um, not exactly close friends with a lot of these guys anymore which you know is cool they're all professionals and they you know have their own thing going but uh yeah I mean you know I still keep in contact with some of these guys and every time I go practice they're all so nice and you know of course some of them like to chirp every once in a while but that's that's how it goes
1: yeah (laughs) that's awesome so would you say uh do you have any like best experiences with any of the guys I know you said you, you go out often is there like a hip spot that you guys would like to go to and you know maybe uh your favorite spot to go to in nashville
2: um i when i was hanging out with them way back when uh they like to go downtown they'd, they'd hit up the stage you know we'd pop into tootsie's kind of crawl around for a bit and then we end up yeah. going to uh like midtown going into like rebar and all these different little bars here and there and, and uh okay. you know kind of have a good time
1: yeah we were actually rachel and i are supposed to actually be there uh right Uh, yeah oh no way yeah i was uh welcome to nashville i guess yeah (laughs) i would have landed uh right about now actually um no way so yeah
2: i was gonna ask if you guys have been here yet yeah uh
1: yeah breezy you go go ahead i've been there uh god i think this would have been my fifth time uh so yeah oh yeah
2: so you know a few
0: times
1: oh i know I know. Spots. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: She knows the spots. Um, my brother lives there, uh, and I visited him two years ago for the first time. And we had a really great time hanging out down there. I, I bought, I'm a big country line dancing person. Oh, you're feeling great. Yeah, and I my mission was to get a good pair of cowboy boots. And I I think I took about like three hours shopping at all the stores on Broadway to find like the perfect pair of boots. And I found some and I wore them the whole rest of the time I was there.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's the perfect sign of a tourist when they're like walking around downtown. It's like cowboy boots, probably a tourist
0: yep exactly but i don't care like i actually need them for my line dancing so it's yeah
2: like, no yeah, it's um... great like you got to fit the role too <laughs>
0: It's a lot easier to dance in them with the proper soul as well, because when you need to do your slides across the dance floor, you got to have that good soul on the bottom of your boot.
2: Yeah, right.
0: People listening are like, what the hell is she talking about? I thought this was a hockey podcast. Um, Turning
2: into a line dancing podcast.
0: Exactly. Oh, God, I don't know that there's much to talk about there. But anyway. Um, so are you from Nashville? Have you lived there all your life?
2: No, so originally I'm from San Diego and um, I actually didn't start playing hockey. So I moved here. I was about 10, 11 years old. And um, yeah, started playing roller hockey and then jumped into ice hockey and, and took to playing goalie like right away. Like once I first started playing, I knew that was it. I'm like I love this. This is it.
1: Dang, hey, you knew it. You oh, knew yeah, it. right away. <laughs> so San Diego. So you're, uh, you grew up kind of by us, kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was out in uh, Mira Mesa out in uh, San Diego. And then I would spend a lot of time out in PB with my dad. So go to a lot of, we went to a lot of uh, San Diego goals games. Those were awesome.
0: Yeah. What were those like back like when you were going? Because it's got a pretty big following in San Diego.
2: Yeah. So I, f- I forget what league they were in back then, but the team folded after a while. I don't know if the team folded or if the league folded, but um, yeah, I remember going when I was little and it, it, it caught my interest right away. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to play living in San Diego, but, you know, I didn't live close enough to a rink and like, it just didn't really work out. But, you know, Mighty Ducks came out around that time too. And that hit me right in the childhood. <laughs> so I like, really into hockey, like right away. So I was, I was pumped to start playing when I did.
1: Yeah, I grew, uh, I
0: grew up with the, with the Mighty Ducks too, but I didn't get into playing. Breezy and I both don't play. No. You just started
2: playing though, right? You guys got to get into it. Well, you gotta get some skates and get on the ice.
0: Oh God, I started playing on. Well, I've started learning in my studio-sized apartment over the last few days during quarantine, and um, it's challenging. I, I I have such admiration for all the players. I always have. And now, just attempting to do that, it's I, I'm I'm legit afraid to get on skates or the ice. Like I just I don't want to fall down. I don't want to hurt myself. So I'm taking it slow. Taking
1: it slow.
2: <laughs> no, you got to get hurt. You got to get up there and get on the ice. Skating is honestly like ninety percent of it. Like learning how to ice skate is such a big deal.
1: Yeah, I actually I used to play street hockey a little bit, but then I got hurt. I sliced my eyelid completely oh. wide open so i've been afraid oh. to uh to get back on since so i'm like uh ah, I-, I love it but i uh i tend to just skip the skates and uh keep the stick in my
2: hand yeah that's understandable man that's tough
1: <laughs> no it's all good though I'm a little scar but i think we're fine so yeah <laughs> so do you good. uh do you play beer league or anything like what do you got going on now
2: yeah yeah so i play beer league around here um I play for two teams, and then, you know, I have a small group of guys that I like to go skate with throughout the week. And then we actually have this, like, it's like an alumni skate um, with a handful of, like, pro guys that, that live around Nashville. And uh, we, we've been doing that every week, which, honestly, it's the best skate of the week. I, I look forward to it every week.
0: So yeah. who's there? He, like, oh, sorry, who do you play? Like, who's at that skate?
2: Well, it's, um, I don't know if you guys know J.P. Dumont. He used to play for the Preds back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Ryan Smith Captain Canada. He lives in Nashville, so he comes out and plays with us. Um, you guys would know Mike Fisher. He'll, he'll come skate with us every once in a while. Yeah.
0: So, wait, yeah it, wait. Wait. Have you <laughs> met Carrie Underwood?
2: I have not met Carrie Underwood. I've met Mike so many times. Actually, I, I met Mike um, before he even played in Nashville, and I had no idea who he was. Like, I just oh, wanted wow. to get on the ice and asked if him and his trainer needed a goalie. I thought he was like some guy that played junior. And I was like, man, this guy's pretty good. And then later somebody was like, yeah, that's Mike Fisher. He's, you know, I don't, I don't know if he was married to Carrie Underwood yet or not, but I was like, oh, okay. That explains why he's so good.
0: Oh, that's funny. What about Hartsey? Does Hartsey still live there?
2: No, I don't think Hartsey does. Um, but we got, uh, I mean, Hal Gill and Chris Mason come out every once in a while too.
0: That's I'm trying awesome. to think. I'm,
2: I'm probably forgetting somebody. They're gonna be upset that I forgot them. Like, <laughs> like Cody Hodson comes out, like he's sick. Um Mike Rivera will step out with us every once in a while. So yeah, I, I love that skate. Like I'm bummed that we can't skate right now. Cause like I <laughs> like I said, yeah. I look forward to it every week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do you uh when you play Beer League, do you ever play against the uh, uh Mighty Drunks?
2: No, but I do uh I don't know if you know Colby Collier.
1: Do, he uh yeah. he
2: does uh MD Media and yep. um he's he's asked me to come play with them a few times and it just uh, like didn't work out or I couldn't play but yeah I I, yeah. I do know the Mighty drums I don't play with
1: them. No. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I just got back from a uh, so Colby was up in Toronto with me uh and we did some some content. It was mostly him. I was just kind of hanging out in the back but he's a good guy.
2: He is good a good guy. guy. Yeah, and he's he's pretty diehard about, you know, creating awesome content and like building his social media. Yeah. So uh yeah, I've I, I've actually like had a lot of really fun experiences, you know, kind of through that.
1: Yeah, and he also did a, a segment, I believe, when they put the uh, the rink outside of Bridgestone on Broadway.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, that him, was and his, cool. uh, him and his little kid, um, they were all out there skating around, having a good time.
1: Yeah,
0: what yeah, it was really cool to see. Yeah. Explain the like they put the they put a rink outside of Bridgestone. Tell tell us about that for people. Yeah, who actually,
2: happened. so. Um, They had the all-star game here a few years back. I don't know if you guys remember that, but um, for the events, they ended up putting like an outdoor kind of mini sheet of ice. So, you know, you can come out and like ice skate. And They eventually had, um, we played like pond hockey tournaments out there, but they have the same sheet of ice. I think it's the same. I don't know. But they've been putting it kind of in different spots in Nashville every winter. So um, they put it right out front of Bridgestone for, I forget how long or what the event was. I think it was like hockey, night in america or something like that i forget but like, yeah yeah
1: that's cool yeah, that's cool
0: do you have any other stories you want to share about the alumni game or anything funny that's ever happened or any other uh, interesting stories that you feel comfortable sharing
2: see the comfortable part is like the part that i have to like kind of work around right now <laughs> yes i mean there's there's definitely some you know fun stories back in the locket days um Actually, uh, a fun story. Um, skating with Seth Jones, because I actually went to go pick up a new set of pads one morning, and um, I think Seth Jones had just kind of started playing with us. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go put these pads on, get on the ice." And Seth Jones is out there, and the Zamboni guy was like, "Hey, you should go skate with him. They need a goalie." I'm like, "Oh, you know, I don't want to like impose." So the Zamboni guy like sticks his neck out for me, and he's like, "Hey, you guys need a goalie. He's gonna get dressed." All right, thanks, buddy. But, um, yeah, skated with him, um, and then it kind of worked out every summer. He, he to like skate on the ice pretty early in the year, and uh, end up skating with him and his brother, um, you know, leading up to training camp and stuff like that. But uh, after he got traded, he, he came down that next summer, and uh, we're getting dressed, and this kid comes in the room, and he's like, hey, uh, Seth Jones, can I get your autograph? Because everybody loves him here. Even after he left, like, people still love him yeah and uh so you know he signs the autograph whatever another kid comes in we're like all right you know we go skate we come back another kid comes in and then all of a sudden this mom comes in we're like trying to get undressed after practicing and like we've got moms walking at this point we're like all right we got the door like can't be having parents coming in here with their kids getting autographs but um oh, geez. yeah
1: good good time skating with Seth jones over the summer speaking of parents Seth jones his mom i don't know if you've heard but his mom is like die hard like you gotta go you got to you know play play your heart out I mean did you ever have you ever met his mom or or heard any experiences out of that
2: no I I haven't really heard too much about that I mean I I did meet uh like I said his little brother Caleb I think his name was sick hockey player but yeah I mean that's really about the extent of the family that I've met
1: nice so did you ever take a uh one of Seth Jones shots He's got a hard, yeah. got a hard shot,
2: huh? He's got a hard shot. Actually, that, that reminds me of another story. I'm telling you, I got like so many random stories that I don't even really think of. So it's kind of cool like sitting down and talking to you guys about this. But um yeah, there was uh, it was before Seth Jones got traded and Weber was still here. And it was another mm-hmm. thing over the summer, like just kind of get on the ice. And they were doing this kind of uh this one-timer drill off the from the blue line. And mm-hmm. uh, Shea Weber was shooting and I didn't really think <laughs> anything of it. It was like, yeah, of course he shoots super hard, but he kind of like, he eases up on it when he shoots, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, the coach stops the drill. He's like, guys, let's go get some water. Let's take a break. And we're like, what's the deal? And we look back and Shay had put a hole through the boards behind me because he missed a couple of shots, and he was shooting so hard it went through the boards, (laughs) which, like, none of us had ever seen. So even Seth Jones was, like, blown away. Like, he took a picture, like, posted on his Twitter. He's like, this guy's unreal, like, putting holes through boards with pucks.
1: Oh, jeez. So you, after seeing that, you obviously wanted to stay goalie. (laughs) Yeah, even then, I was like, I – I think I'm good. I'll be all right.
0: <laughs> you weren't scared? I would have been like,
1: uh, a little nervous. I really didn't
2: even think about it. I mean, halfway through the drill, when they stopped, I was like, what are you stopping for? I was stopping some of those fucks. <laughs> like, I was
1: feeling pretty good about it. Oh, so that's funny.
0: how did you get into the goalie position? I I know you said you fell in love with hockey when you, you know, you saw the ducks and all that, the movies and stuff, but how did you, they like fall into the goalie position it's such a unique spot i think in hockey
2: yeah well so when i first played roller hockey uh my coach had two sons that were my age and my little brother's age and um, my parents became really good friends with them so we'd go over there all the time and we played hockey in the backyard and uh anytime it was like all right who's playing goalie i was like yo i'm playing goalie like that's me <laughs> all me all day so you know like started playing then and my coach he was like, hey, do you have any interest in actually playing? And I was like, yes, like, let's go. Like, I'm ready to play goalie. And and since then, I just, was it. Um, it was over.
0: <laughs> so goalies have, you know, they, you, you, I'm talking to you like you're not a goalie. So <laughs> <laughs> These so goalie guys. These goalie guys, you know, they're, you know, there's a lot of like memes and jokes that go around about like some of the odd things that you guys maybe do like how, what do you have to say to that do you like hate those memes are you like no, no there's yeah. really
2: no rebuttal Goalies are weird <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can try as hard as you want to be a normal goalie but the fact that you're a goalie you're just weird like but there's why just...
0: like what is it about that position
2: i mean i've met some really weird goalies and i'm like that guy's weird like it totally <laughs> makes sense that he's a goalie because he He's just weird, but, you know, I mean, everyone kind of has their own little quirks and being a goalie, like, you know, they're kind of all special individual quirks. So um, plus the whole stigma with goalies being weird, just like I said, it just kind of makes goalies weird.
0: So what's your weirdness?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've had a lot of people say like, you know what? You're one of the more normal goalies I've met. I'm like, wow, what a compliment. <laughs> but you know, anytime like something weird will come around, they're like, oh, well, he's a
1: goalie. It's all right. Don't worry about it.
2: Like, all right. I guess I can work with that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So other than, you know, being a, you know, low key backup goalie, not a big deal. What <laughs> do you do as like your, your day job? I mean, what else do you got going on?
2: Yeah. So I work for Southwest Airlines actually. So I'm like, I'm out on the tarmac, like marshaling planes, like moving bags around, stuff like that. So kind of, uh, I mean, the whole like lifestyle that I have started back in the lockout and, um, you know, I would go practice in the morning with the team, turn around, go to work afterwards. And it was like, you know, go from this like crazy nhl experience and turn around going to be like a normal like kind of blue collar guy and i'm like you know talking to all my coworkers and they are absolutely blown away like it's so (laughs) cool to like go back and tell them about all this stuff
1: yeah well especially being in nashville i mean i personally know obviously i'm a fan but you know going to the games the predators fans are insane absolutely insane like so to go you know if, if no one's listening and they haven't been to to bridgestone before like the energy in that building is out of this world like how would you describe predators fans
2: so the fan base has grown like crazy over um i don't know the last five six years but really when the preds made it to the stanley cup final was kind of the peak of the fan base it was like so crazy i mean all of broadway was was blocked off just for just to watch games and um You know, it gets so loud in there, and the atmosphere is so crazy. But just as like an entertainment standpoint, like it's just so entertaining just to go.
1: Yeah, what's your favorite part? You think around or going to the game? Do you? I mean, there's live music that's in the arena. There's you know, obviously the chants. Do you have a favorite chant? Actually,
2: like, so the "you suck" chant after they score goals. (laughs) I don't say that because I'm so. I mean, I know early. that I could, I could be, well, yeah, I mean, I feel for the goalie, one, but two, like, I could be in that situation, and the fact yeah. that, like, everyone's screaming, you suck, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy, like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I've, I've been to a lot of different arenas around the league, I mean, like, I've been to LA, I've, I've watched the Kings play, um, honestly, like, Kings games are kind of boring, like they just straight up play commercials. Like you know, in between plays at, at Preds games, it's just it's just entertainment. Just you know, everywhere you go. So I yeah. mean, it's just it's just a lot of excitement going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Breezy, you've been to both Kings and Preds games. So would you validate uh, Dustin's statement about Kings games being boring compared to
1: Preds? <laughs> you know, Kings games actually were really, really go to. I was a season ticket holder for gosh three four years and that was when you know they had they had won the cup they were you know they were going on to win their second cup and it was fun I mean it was it was loud in there there was a lot of go kings go chants um they have like Cartman on like the jumbotron like making fun of you know the opposing teams and stuff but I would say over the last couple years it's, it's mellowed down a lot um the energy in that building has kind of been sucked out of it. And I don't know if it's because of, you know, the team or just people aren't able to go because ticket prices are still like outrageous. And it's like, you guys suck. You want <laughs> me to spend a hundred dollars to stay in the upper level. Like it, it's just insane. But I mean, I'm not trying to talk bad about the uh, the organization or anything, but I would definitely agree that um, they are boring now. So, <laughs> but you got to go they're playing a fun team. Yeah. And then, you know, I go and I cheer for, for my other teams when they come to LA because I figure I can go to a Kings game anytime I want and I can cheer for the Kings. But if Preds are in town, like, I'm going to go support the Preds because I don't see them as often. So, Right. So, yeah. yeah,
2: honestly, I mean, like, in the Preds' history, even still, like, a team will roll through and there are so many fans of the other team. Like, you know, if, if they're playing Detroit or even Chicago, like, there's so many Chicago fans. You know but they come for the atmosphere they come to like you say support their team and and enjoy nashville so um yeah. you know it gets it gets kind of rowdy sometimes like not between fans but you know like whenever the other team scores it's like who's who's
1: home ice are we on right now? <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was actually in an uber one time and we had asked we were like so who's like the worst team that, you know the fan or the worst fan base for a team that's ever come to nashville and the girl goes hawks fans <laughs> hey! but it was only because they take over like completely do, take yeah. over yes, and they're, they're loud and i guess they're a little rude but not saying anything to you or to other hawks fans but some, <laughs> but you can probably if you're if you're drinking a lot but I thought oh yeah
0: funny. hawks fans travel very well we have we travel everywhere we take over staples center are you freaking kidding me we're like <laughs> i red. always it's a sea of red. That's what we do. And uh, I mean, I look forward to it every time the Hawks are out here because I don't get back to Chicago very often to see them. And if that's my only opportunity, you know, I do, but there's a lot of Hawks fans everywhere. And yeah, we're loud. We love our team. You know? Yeah. I I, I can't speak for the ill behaved people. Cause I'm not, I'm not one of those <laughs> when I, when yeah. I go, I, yeah. I, I, I behave because when I went to uh, when I went to a regular season game several years ago at Staples to see the Hawks play, that was in between the years of the, of the Stanley cups when we were going back and forth. And I mean, I was a little scared to be wearing red in Staples. Cause I mean, the Kings fans were full on, just like sharpening the shit out of me. And it was a
1: rowdy time. It was a it rowdy was. time
0: you're right. It was a very different time, like being in that building then, than I, than going in there now. Um, And plus I know some Kings fans now like you, Breezy. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I've got a little, I've got a little bit more of an understanding of what's happening here. But I was like legit, pretty afraid to be in that building. And like, just was waiting for beer to get thrown on me or something (laughs) so I kept my I mean I kept my shit in line I was not like screaming stuff and talking shit about kings you know the kings but do you Dustin so do you have like a NHL team that you also cheer for are you like a Preds fan or do you have other teams or are you allowed to even disclose that (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I grew up a big Bruins fan, actually. My, my my dad's family is all across New England, so big New England sports fans there. And, um, you know, when I moved here, I, I remember seeing, like, commercials for Preds games at, like, the theater. Like, you go to a movie, and, they, you know, they're advertising the Preds, because they were still a really new team. And, um, you know, I didn't really think much about the Preds, because, you know, I was like, I have my team already. Like, I'm new to the city. Like You know, I didn't really think anything of it. But, you know, over the years... Um, you know, going to Preds games and with the Preds being so involved in trying to grow the game here in Nashville, it, 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 it became all of a sudden I was like, wait, I'm a huge Preds fan. <laughs> like, it just kind of took over. And then, you know, obviously, when I, I started kind of playing with different guys here and there, and then, you know, eventually, you know, being the emergency goalie, it was like, okay, yeah, the Preds are awesome. You know, I love this team, you know, great group of people and, uh, and an awesome organization. So.
0: Yeah. So then that game must have been really special for you to dress for the Bruins, like knowing that that was like your original team. That's it. That's heavy shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was intense. I mean, you know, anytime I would go to Bruins Preds games, I'd be so torn. And, uh, but, you know, getting called in to get dressed for them. I mean, Chara must have shook my hand like seven times. He's like, thank you so much for helping out. and like, yeah you're welcome (laughs) i'm doing my best here but uh but yeah it was actually really cool because you know afterwards it was just kind of like all right you're a normal person again like you know just an average joe and um you know they they contacted me and they said hey like what's your address they didn't say why a couple days later i got a a a package from the boston bruins and it was this like goalie jersey with my name on it and like a, a like Little card that said thank you so much for helping out, like signed wow. the Boston Bruins. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like, that's so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> like
1: Jeez. wow. It's stories like that where I mean they could be your most hated team and then, but you hear some of like that, and you're like, Wow, like I like the Bruins now.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. That that's amazing that they did that for you. And that was the other question I was gonna ask, is So you don't get paid, right, by the organization, but they do take care of you in other ways, right? Like, for example, the Bruins, like they didn't have to send you a custom jersey or, you know, thank you or anything like that. But how does that sort of work with the compensation, if you will?
2: Yeah, well, I've I've gotten to know a handful of other emergency guys. And like I said, each team handles them differently. Like, I know some guys that do get paid pretty well. I know some guys that don't don't even get to practice with the team. You know, I know some guys who kind of get a little bit of both. Um, Everything's kind of grown here in Nashville year to year where, you know, we were not getting parking and then we started getting parking and then we started getting this and you know i i get helped out with gear here and there you know if i need a stick or something they'll hook me up but um this last year they started paying us to go to the games i mean it's not much to go but like two free tickets you get to park with the players and here's a couple free sticks here and there like such an awesome deal for me so
1: yeah (laughs) I'd take that any day to be honest. Yeah. Right. That sticks for me. I'd just give me two free tickets and I'm good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, two free tickets to every game. Like, like that's, that's worth it alone. But, um, I mean, I got to be, sometimes I get kind of wrapped up in just going to the games and like I totally forget that I'm there to be an emergency goalie until so, like a goalie gets ran into or something. And I'm like, oh no, like I totally forgot that I'm here like <laughs> for a reason. And then it's like, it's a reminder like, okay, like, I do need to kind of like dial in a little bit. And then, yeah. of course, stuff like um, like David Ayers or Scott Foster, you know, that's kind of like a huge reminder. Like this is very real and it could definitely happen. So like, yeah, you know, I try not to take it too, too lightly, but it's, it's just such a fun experience. Like I, I just try to really just enjoy it all.
1: Yeah, so you obviously can't drink, you know, have a beer or anything when you when you go to games.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't, they, they never said that we couldn't drink, but they they basically were like, please don't get hammered, <laughs> I like, think. But, you know, I, I never really was a fan of drinking at the games anyway, just because I felt like I couldn't really focus on the game, like all of a sudden like, yeah. the game was over and I didn't really like catch what was going on. So, I mean, I, I don't really have a habit of drinking at games anyway.
0: Gotcha. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> So how has, um, how would you say that the game of hockey and just this position you're in now just impacted your life overall?
2: Uh, It's completely changed my life. I mean, um, you know, just from the lockout alone, like, like that kind of totally turned my life in a totally different direction to where you know all of a sudden I was almost living like these two lives where I had you know my blue collar you know working life and then I also had my this like kind of weird not super secret but like NHL <laughs> experience life you know so um you know it completely changed everything in such an awesome way and, and just to be even like remotely involved with the NHL has been such an awesome experience.
1: I yeah. like that a lot. That's good. How, <laughs> Sorry, Google. <laughs> no, I was
0: going to say how um how are you, sort of, staying you know in that hockey mindset now and during this self quarantine and you know what are you doing to to keep to keep up with, you know, just your skills and and mental like focus while we wait out what's happening.
2: I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. For a goalie, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Um, I try to do a lot of hand-eye stuff. Um, You know, I I like to throw a racquetball against the wall, put my gloves on, kind of get my hands going, and then kind of try to do, like, goalie-specific workouts, stretches, kind of stuff like that. Um, You know, I'm almost at the point where I'm going to start telling my roommate to just start shooting pucks at me in the driveway because, like, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm kind of getting desperate at this point. Like, I, I miss playing hockey
1: yeah so do you have like a a a favorite hunk of hockey in your sense at least
2: the favorite hunk i mean i gotta be honest there's like there's a lot of like really good looking hockey guys obviously yeah um i think guys that i've met i mean obviously mike fisher guy's a hunk
0: oh
1: yeah absolutely for obvious
2: reasons um (laughs) yeah yossi he's he's a good looking guy too
1: Yes. Um, i'm trying to think if there's anybody
2: else that i was like man that's a good looking dude but um, but I mean, you gotta, you have to respect it. Like as a guy, it's like, all right, man, good for you. Like you're a yeah. good looking guy. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Good looking and you're a, you're a good player. So I think between the two of those, I think that probably, I think yeah. you nailed the, it got, I think you got it. I think Fisher's yeah. a, yeah. a good one. Tip the hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So do you have a, a favorite hockey lady?
2: Hockey lady.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't, a, I don't, I don't think wife. I've ever really
2: thought like so where where I sit is with all the, the wags like wives and girlfriends and it's kind of funny like bringing friends who haven't like been to games with me because we go sit down and they're like dude oh dude look at her oh my gosh she's so hot but what I'm like yo chill like these are all the wives and girlfriends like you know don't need you to make a fool of yourself but uh yeah I mean like hockey guys good looking dudes they don't date not good looking girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but as far as like a favorite, like I I don't I don't never really thought about like, having a I mean I guess an obvious one would be Carrie Underwood. Still haven't mm-hmm. met her yet, Mike, but uh we'll see if that ever happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta and go t- to their farm, like their <laughs> ranch, you know, they have like a big ranch. Yeah.
2: He talks about that a lot. it's like such a good time out there. I mean I'm not like a big like hunter, like you know, fisherman kind of guy, but but just like hearing all the stuff that they do around that. That farm is like, it sounds like such a good time.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think I'd want to go there. If I had the opportunity, I would go there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They need to start having camps, just invite people out there and (laughs) (laughs)
1: little tours.
2: Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Tractor tours would be fun. So do you have a favorite, like, I know you have Bones as your nickname, and obviously Nick Benino is also Bones, but is there another nickname, you know, league-wide that you think is, is probably the coolest or the funniest? or League-wide? That's a good question. I don't know.
2: Uh, I mean, like, the whole, you know, Benino being Bones as well, like, when he came onto the team, you know, guys would say Bones, like, I would look. Just kind yeah. of thinking they were talking to me, and it's like, oh, you're talking to the real bone. Sorry. My bad, guys. Yeah. Like, don't mind me. But um, yeah, I don't know. There was a while where uh, Martin Erat was calling me Boner. <laughs> Just like, because he's another guy that I would skate with over the summer. And, um, you know, even after he went to Phoenix, he would still come out and skate. And yeah. uh, he's like, oh, nice save, Boner. <laughs> like, whatever, Marty.
1: <laughs> oh that's funny
0: that's good yeah, that's funny i was gonna say do any of the other like players give you a, a special nickname or like chirp you with it what do they chirp you with if you come out there are they pretty nice about it
2: no they're all pretty nice one guy that that does like the chirping quite a bit is ryan he, he's a fun guy <laughs> but he's one of the guys that i've dated with the longest you know during the lockout and everything but yeah we like to give each other a good hunt or give each other a hard time <laughs>
0: Nice. So do you have any recommendations for uh, people listening when we're allowed to travel again on, you know, what should a fan do if they're coming to visit, like, you know, Hawks fans or, you know, Kings fans, if we're coming (laughs) in town to to see our team play, uh, any recommendations on like places to eat and go and do before the game?
2: There's obviously a lot of really good uh, barbecue spots. Um, there's so many new businesses popping up too. Like, like I just heard today, um, there's, there's a guy that just opened up a new burger spot and it's supposed to be like, it's just this incredible, like better than in and out kind of style burger. And and it just kind of dropped out of nowhere too. So, um, yeah, a lot of really good, good, um, food spots here in Nashville. I mean, it's at the point where I can't even (laughs) anymore.
1: I think Martin's barbecue is probably my favorite.
2: Yeah. Martin's is pretty good. I, I'm a fan of Edley's, but it's you know, there's Peg Leg Porker too. That that place is really awesome. But yeah, Martin's Martin's is usually go to.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I think that's where my brother took me. I'd have to go back and look. But when I was there, he he took me to a good barbecue spot. And I think that's where we went. Yeah. And I didn't have the Hattie Bees, the fry is it that the, the fried chicken?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I don't know when hot chicken became a thing in nashville but <laughs> i went to a pizza spot and it was like hattie b's hot chicken pizza I didn't really think anything of it i was like yeah sweet like i'll try this hattie b's thing." and uh, i get two bites in and i'm crying like my nose <laughs> is running my eyes are walking i'm like oh my god what did i get myself into like and my friends knew but they didn't say anything you know they thought i but i had no idea like that some of the hottest chicken I've ever had in my life, but you know that's that's the that's the stick, I guess.
0: Yeah, sure Crazy. It is. Do you get the hot chicken when you go there?
1: Um, I've gotten it twice, but like I think in my like older age, I can't have like hot foods anymore. Like it's just not enjoyable to me. But uh, usually when I go to Hatibis, I'll get like the like lowest of lowest scales of hotness, and then I usually ask for ranch dressing. Sorry for people who are critiquing <laughs> me for that one, but I got to tone it down a bit, but it's good.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'd rather enjoy my food, not have it just beat me up.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dustin, when
0: when what year did you move to Nashville? You were were you there before 98 when the team started or were you there shortly after?
2: I moved here in 99, 2000, okay. so not too long after the Preds had started up. Um, but uh, honestly, it was kind of cool coming in around that time because, you know, I was there to see hockey really grow and become what it is today. And, and, you know, even still today, it's still growing like crazy. I mean, like all the youth programs are getting more and more legit. Um, I mean, a lot of these these alumni guys are coming in and they're coaching and, and you know, they're they're molding the young minds into, uh, into the hockey players that, that they uh, they've become. So it's, it's been pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. That must have been really neat to see like what Vegas is sort of going through and how that that city has just totally rallied around that team. The whole city is a a Knights fan. It's incredible to see that.
2: Like it's almost not fair seeing a team like that come together (laughs) and just like, you know, get instant success. You know, everybody loves them right away where, you know, teams like like the Preds or um, Arizona or, you know, Atlanta when they had a team. Um, you know they they kind of struggled early on and and um, but it is cool to see um, Vegas you know kind of get accepted so fast and you know it'll be interesting to see what happens with Seattle
0: here uh, coming up. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna go over well because I think there's probably a lot of people from Vancouver who are gonna you know who live in Seattle and I I would imagine that I think people are pretty excited. They still haven't re- announced the name, have they?
2: have I, i'm pretty sure it's the kraken now
0: right good is that official i didn't know if that was official
2: <sighs> i don't think it's official is no, it not I okay i might be i don't think
1: around. it's official but i think that's what i think that's what the rumors are yeah that's what i want it to be that's yeah,
0: the coolest too. name ever <laughs> it is the Kraken and, and like they sounds they cool
2: team like way back in the day like like 1919 or something like that they I forget the team name then I don't know if it was like Metropolitans or like you know something kind of like like how back in the day it was like the Canadians you know kind of yeah. typical names but yeah uh, I was kind of hoping they would kind of go that route and just go full on old school but I'm sure there'll be some throwbacks I'm sure they'll they'll, they'll be some cool callbacks to that yeah yeah
0: well awesome thank you so much dustin this like flew by oh my gosh you've yeah, just right. told us so many stories do you is there anything else you you've thought of or any other stories you want to share or
2: no i'm sure i'll think of something here in the next 15 20 minutes but uh <laughs> yeah that's about all i got for you guys here
0: awesome and where can people uh follow you if you want people to follow you shout out your um social media if you want and you know
2: yeah i'm, I'm just on Inst- it's uh dem bones dem bones
0: awesome and then they'll look for you uh when the season starts again sitting next to the wags
2: oh yeah yeah i'll be there with the wags trying to hold my friends back
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us this was such an enlightening like conversation to just hear about them that mindset of of being a goalie and then you know being in that emergency goalie situation, backup goalie situation is so incredible. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for sharing your story. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode on Tuesday. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media at House of Hockey Podcast.